You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Well, the day has finally come, and all the rumors have finally come to fruition, and there is going to be a new day and a new dawn at the University of Arizona when it comes to men's basketball. Sean Miller has been relieved of his duties. This was broken by Jeff Goodman from the stadium earlier early day morning, and with Jack Murphy's going to be taking over on an interim basis, Sean Miller will be paid the full amount of his buyout, and a search firm would be will be conducted to see exactly who the best person to replace Sean Miller will be. Now, this was an interesting press conference, and we're going to get to it in a second. But this this show and the rest of the week is going to encapsulate a lot of different angles. First of all, why did this happen? Second of all, why did this happen now? Third of all, who are the names that are being thrown around? And that's something that you could probably use betonline.ag to look at as well. But first and foremost, this was an interesting press conference that Dave Hickey put out there. And I'm going to quote President Robbins first, and then we'll get to Dave in just a second. Here's what President Robbins said. After conferring with Dave Hickey since the season's end, it has become clear that our men's basketball program and our university needs to write a new chapter in our history, and that begins with a change of leadership. Arizona basketball means so much to so many, and as stewards of the program, we must always act in the best interests of the university. I believe our future is bright, and I look forward to welcoming a new head coach to the Wildcat family. And here's what Dave Hickey had to say. We appreciate Sean's commitment to our basketball program and to the university. After taking into account many factors, we simply believe that we need a fresh start, and now is the time. I want to thank Sean, Amy, and their sons for their service to the university and wish them the very best in the future. Pretty much a panned statement, and that's going to be the case for any athletic director. But if you watch the press conference, it was fascinating because he was asked multiple times, why wait until now? And again, we will talk about that coming up here in a little bit. And there really wasn't anything asked. Brian Peterson from Arizona Desert Swarm, I thought, asked a really interesting question, too, where he said, what are you going to say to a coach that is unsure about everything going on with the University of Arizona vis-a-vis the IARP and what that could mean for another ban? My initial thoughts are twofold. First of all, I understand moving on from Sean Miller. This it it become kind of stale, but I don't understand moving on at this point. And here's why. If you were going to get rid of Sean Miller, I always felt that this was something that you needed to do a few years ago. And I think you would have been well within your reason. But that didn't happen. This time seems kind of weird because you look at Arizona's roster next year and they're in the preseason top 15 of basically every college basketball guru. And who knows exactly what's going to happen with that roster with the team that they're going to be able to have coming back. I have no clue and nobody else out there really has any clue. So you kind of got through this huge storm 
and now you're getting rid of him. This to me just reeks of something happened or basically someone felt that it was just time. But I think the average fan out there is looking and saying, well, why are you doing this now? This is the time that doesn't make a ton of sense. Now, who knows? Maybe there's a coach in the background. Maybe there's a coach that there's going to be someone's going to be able to keep an eye on. But I don't know right now why the move was made at this point. But I will say this. This community has been kind of beat down by Arizona basketball. Not in a good way, not in a bad way, but for anybody that came up watching Lute Olsen, winning basketball games with a sense of grace, with a sense of dignity, and dominating, these last three, four years have been really, really hard. I've been fortunate enough to have kind of an up-close view of some of this, and it's kind of a good compare and contrast. And this isn't meant to be a cop-out, but I want to kind of give it about 36, 48 hours to really digest before going all in on, you know, some of the stories that I do have here. Because, quite frankly, there are some stories that we could certainly get into, and I'll be talking with Rob Lance about these. But coming up, the question that everyone's asking is, why now and who are the coaches going to be? Let's talk about that, but before that... Anybody that was watching that press conference should be locked in with Rock Auto. Rock Auto is the best place that you can go on the web to be able to find all the parts that you need. There's a reason that everybody uses it because it's user-friendly and user-friendly stuff is what we're about, especially when you're somebody like me that doesn't understand anything about cars. You always want to have some in your arsenal where you know what? This looks like something that I could take advantage of and rockauto.com is that. Welcome back to Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's discuss the elephant in the room here. And this is why this decision happened at this point. When the decision is made to move on from a coach, it's generally made very quickly. And you look around the country right now, coaches that are fired, coaches that are let go, are generally let go almost immediately after the season. And it makes perfect sense why. And if you're an administrator, you want to be able to get a jump on finding that next coach because you know what? Coaches are at a premium come open coach season. And that's what's so strange about this and what nobody really understands. Yes, I get it. You don't want to take away from the Arizona women's basketball team as they made an unprecedented march through March Madness, pardon the pun. But you could have made this move before then, and it would not have overshadowed the women's team's run to the championship game. And honestly, this decision had to have been made a long time earlier because we're sitting here right now. It's April 8th. Is anything really different April 8th than it was March 8th, February 8th? You know exactly what the deal was. Now, again, your notice of allegations was released, but there was really nothing new in there. And as a matter of fact, you could make the case that, if anything, it made Sean Miller look better and it made President Robbins look worse because he was actually mentioned in that. Those are the things that make no sense about this whatsoever. And I think where everybody is really scratching their heads. I'm going to go back to a point I made in the previous segment. Why in the world would you wait this long? to make this decision when this is a decision that you could have made two years ago when Arizona was struggling. It's fair at this point to say that Arizona really wasn't going to maybe get back to the standards that Miller had. So why wait until more than a month after the season when coaches that you might be otherwise interested in, I don't know, 
a Porter Mo or a Porter Mosier from Loyola Chicago or just anybody that has now taken a head coaching job. This is not generally how coaching searches are run. You weathered the storm from an Arizona perspective, and then you move on. That's what just doesn't make any sense right. And Arizona is too prestigious of a program to kind of be put in this weird situation. Now, maybe Jed Fish and Dave Hickey hit the ball out of the park here. Maybe they find their guy, but by waiting this long, you assure that your candidate or your pool of candidates has dwindled. Now, you're going to be bringing in a search firm. I get that. But if you're going to make this move, and I think that we all kind of know at this point that President Robbins is the one that's going to make this move or made this move, you should do this, and there shouldn't be a long, exhaustive process. Now, Dave Hickey talked about in his post game, or excuse me, in his presser, where this will be a process where they are every stone owns that are left unturned. Okay, fair enough. Get that. But you've had a long time to be able to make this decision. Why would you sit back and let the coaching landscape basically settle itself out? Again, we're kind of in unprecedented territories right here where Arizona fans are looking and you're kind of wondering exactly what's going on. Again, I totally get it. You want to get rid of Sean Miller? feel free because there's a lot of issues. The Book Richardson thing is a black eye that this program will deal with for a long time. And you go onto any message board and teams talk about it. Teams talk about how this is kind of an issue that Arizona is known by at certain places as a payers program as opposed to a players program. But these are things that, again, could have been addressed three, four years ago. Now, maybe the calculation was made that Arizona was just not going to get back on top. But again, to me, that decision probably should have been made earlier. And on top of that, you've got a lot of boosters that really weren't involved in this decision whatsoever. So the administration right now needs to make sure that they hit the ball out of the park with this one. Because again, the timing just doesn't really make any sense in this because no schools have done anything like this. Again, I don't really buy that, well, we didn't want to take away from the women's basketball run because, honestly, this wouldn't have taken away from that. If you had made this move at the end of the season, you would have had a month. You would have had a month and a half to be able to canvas and look and see who's your guy. Now, you don't really have that. There's going to be people that are going to be picked up already. And, yes, Arizona women's basketball has certainly done a really good job. But Arizona men's basketball is the lifeblood of this community, and I think everybody knows that. So if you're going to make that move, if you're going to hire a new coach, if you're going to fire Sean Miller, you need to make sure that you've got all your ducks in a row and you need to make that move as quickly as possible. There shouldn't be, when we're talking April 8th, about the need for an exhaustive search because, honestly, that exhaustive search should have started back on March 1st, on late February. You already knew what the move was going to make. So that to me is where everybody is still kind of at a loss as to what is going on here. And for Arizona basketball fans who have been in the wilderness for quite a while, that's an unseemly position because Arizona fans are used to dominance and they're used to winning at least until the f previous five, six, seven years with grace and dignity. And now it looks like there's kind of this situation where nobody really knows what the next move is and we're just kind of going piece by piece. 
Now, I want to kind of brighten things up a little bit because, this again, this is just kind of a weird situation. Let's talk about the coaches who could be the next U of A head coach and what their betting lines are. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's lighten the mood a little bit and let's talk a little bit about some of the names that are being thrown around. Now, if you go on to betonline.ag, you might be able to find some of the names that are being bandied about. But the one name that has been front and center from the very beginning has basically been longtime Gonzaga assistant Tommy Lloyd. Here's what we know about Tommy Lloyd. He is an international recruiter. He's responsible for much of what you see on the Gonzaga basketball court, which, let's be honest, that's a good thing. What we don't know about Tommy Lloyd is what kind of coach Tommy Lloyd is. We really have no clue what kind of coach Tommy Lloyd is. And if you're going to fire a guy like Sean Miller, you need to have a coach, I think, that at least you have some kind of theory as to what kind of coach he would be. And that's the great question mark with Tommy Lloyd. Now, he does have a pretty good track record, so that's a guy to certainly keep in mind. Number two would be my guy, and I've said this from day one. If I'm getting rid of Sean Miller, I am hiring Eric Musselman at the University of Arkansas. I don't know if it could work, but that's what I'm doing. Eric Musselman checks off pretty much every box. He would be he could be here 10 years. He knows how to recruit and he wins. When he was at the University of Nevada, he won in a weird way. He brought in all fifth year transfers, JUCO kids, you name it, he did it and he was able to win basketball games doing it just like that. When he moved to Arkansas, he said, you know what? I'm able to recruit at a much higher level right here. And that's what he went ahead and did. He was able to bring in guys like a Malik Monk. He was able to bring in four and five star guys. So he's shown that no matter what school he's at, he can recruit at a high level. And to me, he's the safest choice because you know that he's going to win basketball games and he's going to win a lot of basketball games. And what he's shown in Nevada, what he's shown at Arkansas is that he'll win a lot of games and he'll win them in a hurry. That to me would be first and foremost, the guy that I would look at and I would make him tell me no. And I would make him tell me that, no, I'm not interested and stop harassing me. Then you've got some other guys that people are going to be asking about Damon Stoudemire. Now, Damon's done a pretty nice job at Pacific. Now, they took a step back this year, but he was the West Coast Conference Coach of the Year last year. He ushered them into one of the best seasons in school history. Damon's still pretty green, and I don't know that you necessarily want to hire him to learn on the job, but there's certainly a little of intrigue right there, no doubt about it. Luke Walton's another guy that's been brought up. Now, I would be totally okay with Luke Walton, but the problem is... Luke's kind of a laid-back guy. Luke likes the California scene. And I don't know what kind of a recruiter Luke would be, so he would have to bring in guys that you know would be good. And he would basically handle the X's and O's while other people maybe handle the day-to-day operations. But Luke Walton is intriguing, and again, he would be able to keep that one in family. Then you hear a name like Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr is not going to be the next coach of the University of Arizona. Steve Kerr's got a great gig in the NBA, and nobody ever leaves the NBA if they aren't forced to leave the NBA. And again, if you could make one hire, Steve Kerr would certainly be that guy because he brings name, he brings credibility, he brings recognition, and 
he brings a guy that wants to win and wants to win at at his alma mater, but I just don't see that one really occurring. Now, getting into the head of Dave Hickey and President Robbins is not an easy task. Nobody really saw them hiring Jed Fish this past go-around. Now, again, maybe Jed Fish turns out to be a great hire. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. You don't know. Nobody really knows. But it was a hire that not really anyone saw coming. Basketball is different, though. You have to hit this one. It's one thing if Jed Fish doesn't win games because at Arizona with the football squad, we're used to not winning games. Arizona basketball, the men's basketball, is the lifeblood of this community. It is what matters, and you have to hit this one. And again, that's why I think you go with a guy like an Eric Musselman. Now, again, maybe it's presumptuous of me to think that you can get an Eric Musselman. Maybe he's saying, dude, I'm, I'm at Arkansas, man. You know, we won a national title in the mid-90s. The latest Final Four at Arkansas was only a few years uh, before Arizona's last one. I'm good, dude. And maybe that is the case. But that's the kind of guy that you need to get. I'm not looking to hire somebody that I'm having to take a flyer on. This is not the position. Again, this isn't a diss, but this is not the spot to hire a Jed Fish. This is a guy in a program where you need to bring in somebody good. You need to bring in somebody established. Now, hopefully you can get that guy or at least backdoor your way into that person. UCLA was able to do that. Look at that. With John Calipari out of the mix, UCLA backdoored their way into Mick Cronin, and, well, you've seen the results. But Mick Cronin had an established resume where he won a lot of games. That is what you are looking for at the University of Arizona, and that's what you need. This is not a place, this is not a training ground, this is not a time to hire Josh Pastner, although I love Josh Pastner. This is not a time to hire a Jason Terry right now. This is a time to get somebody in here that has been in the coaching ranks and has been able to establish himself as a head coach. We're going to talk a lot about this at Nauseam. I just kind of wanted to give everybody a breakdown of what's gone on with Arizona basketball and what is so weird about this situation. And over the next days and weeks, we're going to try to break down and at least get everybody out there to some kind of consensus about what's going on. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats.